0: What goes in when you're trying to game plan against a guy like Quinn Ewers?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's Quinn Ewers. I think it's uh, Coach Sarkeesian, you know, and the play calling and just, uh, you know, you're talking about a combination of people that uh, do it at a very high, do their jobs at a very high level. Can you think of a moment this season that that, that was kind of the defining moment of this season so far? Uh, probably the Oregon home game, two top 10 teams at the time. Um, and that's, you know, uh, winning and finding a way to win and maybe even how we did it. Um, I think it said a lot about our guys, but also the style of play that we were capable of uh, putting on the field. When, When you're talking to the team tomorrow before you run
0: out on the field, what's going to be your message to them? What's up guys? We're in New Orleans at the Sugar Bowl right now at Washington's Team Hotel. Going to talk to Washington head coach, Kalen DeBoer. You can see their meeting rooms are right behind us. Tight end room, linebacker room. This is where it all goes down. They're here for the entire week for what's one of the biggest games in the history of UW football. Going to talk to Coach DeBoer about the game, about his future at Washington, and what's gone into this historic season they're on. Before we get there, subscribe to the pod, like it, review it, comment below, share it with some friends. All your support allows me to do what we're doing right here, fly out to New Orleans and talk to Coach DeBoer before one of the biggest games of the college football season. Let's go talk to Coach. Next up What's up, guys? It's Adam Brenneman. It's now holiday season. You guys are looking for gifts. I'm telling you right now, check out our merch store. We have super high-quality merch. My favorite is this college football tee. If you're a college football fan, you need this thing. We have college basketball tees, tons of merch for college sports fans. Use the code ADAMB15 for 15% off at checkout. Go get some college football merch and check out our other styles today. Coach, I appreciate you doing this. We are at uh, at the Sugar Bowl in New Orleans. How's, how's the week been for you?
1: It's been good. Uh Going really fast. I was asking the guys uh, yesterday at practice, said, "How's it been going?" They said it's flying by. So yeah. I think they're having a good time. Um, I love our focus. The guys, you know, we got a pretty mature team, and so yeah. you know everything they're putting into it, I think, is uh, all about the game. Um, yeah. I love where our heads are at.
0: We, we sat down on campus in August. some I it was the third week of training camp, and there was a lot of hype around the program then, but not like it is right now, right? What do you think's changed the most? From community buy-in, from the excitement around the program uh, since we last sat down,
1: yeah, I think there was a lot of excitement at the at, yeah. at that time before the season, but I think just kind of a, a we've been able to prove it yeah. um, that we're just not someone that's just uh, maybe competing for a conference yeah. championship we've done it now when you're part of the final four I think you're in another category and so um, it's been awesome I think a lot of it has to do with our guys and how They embrace the community themselves. Um, They're just really easy to root for as a team, Uh, individuals on our team, and our community sees that. And um, that partnership we share uh, with our community has been really special this year.
0: I talk a lot about how the making the jump from the top 50 programs, the top 25, it's a big jump. But then top 25, to the top 10 is a bigger jump. But then the top 10 to the top four teams, yeah. that's the biggest gap, right? Between the 10 to 12 range and the actual playoff. But you guys made it in such a quick time that you were that you've been head coach at Washington. If you could point to one thing, what do you think allowed you to make that massive jump so quickly?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's probably a staff that um, just all is aligned. Um, and, uh, you know, just all the same page and then that trickling down and building on that, building a culture that um, is all just, you know, headed in the same direction. Yeah. I hear so many comments about our team echoing what our coaching staff is saying, whether it be me, our coordinators. Um, and that, that, That's important to me. That means a lot because it uh, means they're, they're not just hearing, um, but they believe it, they feel it, and uh, they're excited to be a part of it. So I think a lot of that culture is uh, what yeah. the difference is.
0: I feel like whenever you have a magical season like you guys have had there's there's kind of a defining moment when you look back on it and you say either one this was this is when I knew we were going to be pretty good this season uh or you know when you overcame something can you think of a moment this season that that, that
1: was kind of the defining moment of this season so uh, probably the Oregon home game yeah. um you know just uh, we came out of the blocks uh pretty strong at Michigan State on the road you know um but then I think you know the next couple of games leading up to that game we played good solid football and people were kind of yeah. paying attention uh, but there was that question you know and two top 10 teams at the time um and us you know uh, winning and finding a way to win and maybe even how we did it um i think it said a lot about our guys but also the style of play that we were capable of uh, yeah. putting on the field
0: yeah i i feel like you guys again being an east coast guy I was just talking to Casey about it. I feel like the physicality of Washington isn't always respected on the East Coast. Uh, but you guys have gone out and played phys- and really out physical teams that people thought you wouldn't out physical, including Oregon, like you just said. Uh, what do you think goes into that mindset of physicality in your program, your offensive line that, that won the award for best offensive line group of the year? What, what do you attribute that to?
1: Well, I think a year ago, we felt like we were becoming a more physical yeah. team, especially at the end of the year, and even in the Alamo Bowl against what was considered to be a a physical defense uh, team um, in uh, Texas a year ago. I mean, I think we did a nice job there and we've built on that and we've had that confidence, but everyone's just kind of been (laughs) challenging us to prove it every single week. And, you know, that's probably been a good thing for us to cause cause it's provided a chip on our shoulder that um, not just offensive line, but defensively as well. um, You know, guys have just risen to the occasion and, Continue to improve and yeah. wanting to uh, kind of take on a us versus everyone else yeah. uh, in the world that doesn't believe we can be a physical football team.
0: You know, your quarterback, Michael Penix Jr., has, his story's been awesome this year in college football. Just everything he's overcome, uh, you know, you, you've been with him for a while. What's a story about Michael Penix Jr. that epitomizes who he is as a person that maybe the average fan hasn't heard or seen yet?
1: As a person, uh, I think the coach. Yeah. You know, yeah, the, uh, awesome. uh, yeah. just with everything he did, uh, you know, putting that to it was only him that knew. Yeah. Maybe, it was so uh, cool. You yeah. know, that that's what he was gonna do. And um he's just that type of guy. He's yeah. always got the team at the front of his mind. And uh, I think that would be one that epitomizes who he is as a person. Yeah. What do you think is the best play Michael Penix Jr. made this season so far? Maybe a lot of right? this the <laughs> other day and we were all arguing about it. So I was asking <laughs> what he felt. Uh um, we had a favorite one the other day and I'm trying to remember what it was. I I, I don't know. There's been so I think it's a lot of these big third downs and yeah. and conversions. I mean, there's fourth down conversions in the first Oregon game. There's there's uh you know, third down conversions uh that uh that just finished off the game against the Oregon State, you know, and mm-hmm. it's a nineteen yard fade to Rome. But um I think what really he does is every time he steps on the field um, he's got us in a mindset to go score and you know there's times when we've had leads and you're trying to build on lead but there's been a lot of times where maybe the other team you know has scored and we got to have a response and uh, there's no bigger man I'd want in the country more than uh, Michael Penix leading the charge on on those type of drives. You
0: got to feel good no matter the down and distance when he has the ball
1: right. (laughs) You do and then Him being in sync with our receiving core and an offensive line that We'll just hang in there and do everything they can to keep him upright um, each and every play. Um, you know, there is, there's a confidence that exists on every play to get a first down.
0: You guys know I love football. And this football season, I've been trying to find a new way to bet on sports. I'm sick of using casinos, the traditional way to do it. And I found the best way to do it, had to tell you guys about it. It's on Cut. Cut is the game-changing social betting platform. Look no further. This is where you got to be. It's a peer-to-peer betting playground. On Cut, you can bet against your friends, bet against fellow fans, on sports, politics, pop culture, and much more. It's much better than just regular sports books. Cut handles payments, so no more chasing friends for money, no more talking to a bookie, hassle-free betting at its finest. And the best part, no more faceless casinos. It's personal and it's exciting. You can customize odds for what you want to bet on. Tailor your bets with fully customizable odds. It's your game. In your rules on Cut. Also, we get lower VIG on Cut. Much lower VIG for a better betting experience for everybody, more winnings and less hassle. One of my favorite parts of Cut is the social features. You can dive into group chats, betting leaderboards, head-to-head history and user profiles. It's like having a group of friends on a betting platform and betting against them if you want. Your betting experience just got a major upgrade when you use Cut. I didn't even mention that, the rewards that you get on the Cut app. You get cash back every time you bet against your friends. The more you bet, the more you earn. It is a win-win for everyone. Cut is legal in 40% plus states, which I love because I'm traveling so much, it's hard to find sports books that are legal in most states. 40 plus states for cut, including those without traditional sports books. So put your money where your mouth is. It's time to fire on sports on the best new app. I've been looking for a long time and I found it. It's on cut. Use my promo code AdamB and get a 10% deposit match at cut.com. That's cut.com, k-u-t-t.com. And use my code AdamB for a 10% deposit match when you deposit money. Again, cut.com, k-u-t-t, get a 10% deposit match when you use my code AdamB. And guys, supporting our sponsors helps us so much helps me personally be able to travel around the country and bring on amazing guests so go support cut today i want to ask about what the last month has been like for you as a head coach i mean every, we were just talking about it in the hallway before we went on camera the the you're dealing with the portal you're dealing with nil you're dealing with uh the good things that come with being in the playoff yeah. right heisman ceremonies you got all the coach of the year awards you're getting all the all the hype and excitement it's got to be a lot to balance especially when you got to go play a really good texas team
1: yeah, and uh, I guess in general, I've always – people ask me how I'm doing and say you're busy, um, I guess I've always felt busy is good, right, because um, the alternative is that there isn't much going on. in it. So um, all the things you mentioned, uh, the recruiting piece, the portal piece, um, the getting ready to play this game uh, along with, you know, even a little bit of staff turnover on and off the field, not a lot, but uh, those things all – lead to a lot of conversations and time that it takes to, to kind of make sure that things are in line for even everyone being here for this game yeah. and uh, what it looks like for the future. And yeah. so, um, yeah, there's a lot to manage at this, this point in the year, but uh, it's all good. Yeah.
0: Well, Whenever you have as much success as you had this season, other programs and teams come knocking right? for coaches, for players. It happens every time, you know, it's the reason Nick Saban never has the same coordinators year after year. Um What's your message when you're trying to retain coaches? How do you go about, you know, just one, the commitment from the university that you need to retain coaches, right? But also those conversations when you're trying to keep your, your program and your staff intact.
1: Well, I, I, don't, I think it's a lot like what people say uh, when, when it came to the portal dates, you yeah. know, and that people always said, you got to recruit your team, yeah. you know. Well, yes, there's, there's another level of conversations that happen at the end of the season or, spring ball when the portal reopens um, or at the end of the season with your coaches. But to me, it's all about what's happening daily in your program. It's the, it's the care you have for everyone in your organization, players and staff. And um, you know, just all of a sudden you can't just flip a switch and show that you love them (laughs) uh, the day that they're getting offered a job to go somewhere else. And so um, just, I think what it allows you to do is when you get to that point to really sit down, And them know that I'm happy for them when opportunities do come up. Um, And if it's the right opportunity, I'm going to wish them the best because they poured everything into me. But also just really work through, you know, and and talk through and hear them out and um, be there for them. And I think a lot of times, just like with our players, uh, that's that's the best route to go, and uh, that matters to them.
0: Especially in a week like – the like this week when you're you're in a, a playoff game there's a lot of for the players outside media distractions a lot of people talking about things um how do you guys as a staff deal with you know
1: just keeping players focused when when there's so much going on on a week-long trip like this mm-hmm. yeah i mean fortunately we got a pretty mature team yeah. that some sure. sacrifices and so um you know the the goals that we have set um we haven't reached all of them yet yeah. and so um, reminding them of what it took for us to get here. Yeah. And that's what it's going to take for us to take the next step, which would be winning a semifinal game. Um, and, you know, this, the discipline, the accountability uh, and, you know, our coaches live it, our players see that. And so, uh, you know, we show, I think a pretty good, we have a pretty good group of guys that are role modeling uh, what that should look like. And, and our players have done an awesome job here, even the last couple of weeks of really building up to the the champion during the semifinal game here.
0: I've talked a little bit on social media about the the job that you guys have done at Washington, excuse me, in uh, the creative department and and how good you guys have been on social media and the hype videos after the games. And I mean, I I wait every week for that, for that post game video to come out. Uh, I know Casey Byers does a great job and that your whole team you know, that, but that takes commitment from the top, right? That you're going to invest in it and and hire the team that that can get it done.
1: Why has that been important for you? Yeah, it's great. I mean, it's it's, it's um you know for everyone to see, and uh, it, just like a coaching staff, you hire the right people. Yeah. people who are just thinking about it literally every hour of the day and wanting to make it the best that they can they can make it. And uh, the right people means people that care, people who are smart. Yeah. Um. You know, um, Casey and his team—just uh, collaboration there, uh, and so just letting them go to work and be creative. And um, when they have ideas, um, you know, there's some that are off the wall, or you hear them out. <laughs> A lot of times, uh, they know exactly what they're talking about, so you just let them run with it.
0: Yeah, they, they ever bring you things like, I don't even know what that is, but just 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 roll with it. Be yeah, on. Let me see the final
1: before you put <laughs> yes, yes, that happens. I
0: love it. I love it. Um, yeah, I want to ask about. Um, your defense compared to Texas's defense and we talked a little bit about the physicality but again I think a lot of people right now are talking about how good Texas's defense is Mm -hmm. but not a lot of people talking about how well your defense has played in big moments throughout this year Mm -hmm. um what have you seen from your defense and a lot of those guys that you have that can make plays all over the field uh that makes you feel good about the matchup against Texas
1: Yeah, I think uh, we've shown uh, when we got everyone healthy that we have a good balance of stopping the run and uh, stopping the pass, and especially in the big moments. And so um, the physicality piece and execution of slowing down a run game, uh, even just the last game of the year here with the Pac-12 championship, Mm -hmm. um, our guys came and uh, got that job done and forced the team to become kind of one-dimensional. And uh, you know, when you can do that and now dial up the right pressures at the right time and um, just play coverage when you need to, um, you know, make people earn it. Yeah. Uh, and I think that our defense is just, you know, that's the difference between this year and last year is there's just more continuity, uh, understanding of the of uh, what we have in our bag to be able to pull out whenever we need it and uh, then go and execute and not having to second guess and think yeah. twice and just go make that play. Yeah.
0: Uh, I wanted to ask you another question about PenX. Uh, I meant to ask is, you know, he made such a big jump, I feel like, from watching some of his stuff from last year to this season. Like he like he was good, but like the whole new level of good. Um, what do you think went into him making that big of a jump this off season? You know, was it the the some of the drills he was doing, the work, the gate the planning? What what do you think went into that, that well, big of a jump?
1: I think he made a big time commitment uh yeah. to be here and a sacrifice to be here yeah. another year. And when you make that type of sacrifice, um you're you're doing it with the thoughts of being all in with everything. Not that he ever wasn't before, yeah. um, but he's just raised his leadership. His, uh, you know, he, he he had the ability to be vocal, and, and a year ago it was different. I mean, he was just trying to win the starting job. Yeah. You know, we're right yeah, of the yeah. season, but now it's been his team um, for a whole year. And his actions um, and his work ethic, uh, you know, something that no one's going to ever second guess. And so he's able to be out front and center. And say exactly what he, what he thinks. And uh, our guys know that he loves this team. Um, and everything he does is yeah. for the team. Uh, and. That, that's that's at the front of his mind at all times. Do
0: you ever sit back and think of where he was during that time in Indiana Then compare it to where, where he is right now? It's, it's kind of surreal when you, when you sit back and think about
1: it. You know, when I was with him in 2019, he yeah. was in a good place. I mean, yeah. He got dinked up at yeah. the end of the year, but he was in a good place. He was heading on this trajectory, yeah. um, doing the things, I mean, the talent, all that, uh, the, the ability was there. You could see yeah. it. Um, but obviously a lot of things transpired, mostly dealing with the injuries and Um, you know, it's, I've heard him say it. Um, I think his journey, um, is one that's special. Uh, it's one that's made him who he is and, uh, put him down the spot where he doesn't take anything for granted. He has a gratitude, an attitude of gratitude Mm -hmm. for every moment that comes his way and making the most of it and not ever having regrets, but, uh, worry about what you control. And first and foremost, that's all you can can focus on. And just all those pieces have come together to make it a a special journey. Um, and gotten to this point where he, you know, he's the guy that uh, is the guy right now. Yeah,
0: yeah he is the guy. Um, it, during this time of year, we talked about NIL a little bit, uh, but we also talked earlier when I was when I saw you in August about just the the commitment needed for NIL and how NIL is such a big part of college football nowadays. How do you assess where your program is, Washington, with you know, when the, the with the aspect of
1: NIL right now? Yeah, I'm really proud of how far we've come. Uh, when we first got here, there really wasn't much at all. Yeah. Um, And, uh, you know, winning has helped a lot. Uh, There's a community that loves uh, their dogs uh, in (laughs) Seattle. uh, And so um, with the right people in the right spots, uh, there's been just a lot of growth from the time I got there to the end of year one. And uh, it's just been accelerated exponentially here uh, with our success. And so along with that uh, comes people having trust in our our program and faith in our program and wanting to see us be more successful. So, um, you know, to have the players we have. Um, I think there's an element of knowing that they're going to be developed. Um, there's going to be a great experience and journey, but there's also got to be an okay. NIL component yeah. to it as well.
0: Winning cures everything, right? It <laughs> makes everything amazing. Everything. Um, uh, we, we talked... In August, also about commitment from the administration here and how they bought into winning at this place. And uh, there's been turnover at the, with the athletic director spot. Uh, with, you have a new AD now and and different than the AD who hired you, obviously. Uh, what have you seen, especially recently, now that you've gotten to the playoff from the commitment from the administration here that makes you feel positive about the future?
1: Yeah, Troy Dan, I think, really understands and gets it. Uh you know um he's a guy that just is not afraid to be out there with uh with our people uh donors and alumni and and uh, out there just even on on uh, you know having his feet down on the on, on the floor with uh our whole staff and so um he's i think aggressive minded uh, which I like um he's just a people person and so um you know getting football is an important part. It's not the only part, but yeah. it's a very important part of our athletic department and our success. And, uh, you know, I appreciate the commitment he's made so far in just a couple months here as our athletic director yeah. to us.
0: I always felt like when I was playing and even my brief time I coached that you, you kind of learn a lesson about yourself or a lesson from that year. Uh, what would you say is the little lesson that you learned about, uh, about yourself or about your team this, this season?
1: um i think it's just and probably a lot of it's just reiterating yeah. um be who you are um and enjoy the moments um you know it's you know this this time is is special um but as far as learning learning a lesson i don't know if i've learned something strong yeah. lessons i think uh the risk rewards we take uh in in football um yeah. you know help us uh have great perspective uh also in life and uh you know, what, I guess if there's one thing, um, I just really appreciate with how we do things. I think it's when times come become tough for some of our players, um, our model, um, the culture we have and everything that we're doing. Um, I just continue to be ver- ver—it's verified, verified to me that what we're doing is the right thing because um, we've been there for our guys, yep. you know, and our guys believe and trust. And, and there's a brotherhood that we've built through um, our model. Uh, that uh, is special and uh, guys want to be a part of. Yeah.
0: Uh, I want to ask you a couple of questions about about the game. This is going to come out probably tonight, so it'll come out before the game. Um, It's a big one, probably the biggest or one of the biggest games in program history. specifically with the matchup to Texas, what goes in when you're trying to game plan against a guy like Quinn Evers? Today's episode is brought to you by Ekron Athletics. Listen, you guys know I was an injury prone player during my playing career. Felt like I was hurt having surgery every other season. Looking back on it, I wasn't recovering the right way. So now in my post-playing career, I've made it a mission to figure out how to recover best. And that's when I found Ekron Athletics. Their B37S, percussion massage gun. This thing right here has changed the way I recover after big workouts. I wish I had this thing when I was playing. It was named the best overall massage gun by GQ, Sports Illustrator, and other trusted publications. I'm telling you, every player and athlete out there should be using this thing to recover after workouts and games and to get loose before games and practices. And even if you're not playing sports and using it before the gym and after the gym, I use it when I'm sitting at home watching college football every Saturday. When I mean, this thing is beautiful. I love it. I take it with me everywhere I go, even on the road when I travel. Oh, and the B37S massage gun is not just about a quick fix. It's got a long battery life, and it comes with a lifetime warranty guaranteeing this thing lasts much longer than my football career did. Whether you're a current athlete, a former athlete, or just an everyday person trying to stay in shape, you need to try the B37S Percussion Gun from Ekron Athletics. Go to ekronathletics.com today and start recovering faster and moving easier. That's Ekron Athletics and use promo code NEXTUP for 25% off your purchase. That's Athletics.com with promo code NEXTUP for 25% off your purchase. What goes in when you're trying to game plan against a guy like Quinn Evers?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's Quinn Ewers. I think it's uh, Coach Sarkeesian, you know, and the play calling and just, uh, you know, you're talking about a combination of people that uh, do it at a very high, do their jobs at a very high level. And, uh, you know, another year under Quinn's belt, um, you know, running the show and you can see the improvement he's made. He's got great threats around him. And so he's going to make you pay when you make a mistake. And so we got to we got to do a really good job of being doing our, our job first. Um, and, uh, you know, when we get that right opportunity, put some pressure on him uh, to do that and make him feel uncomfortable, just like you want to do any other quarterback. But, yeah. uh, you know, that's that's uh, certainly easier said than done when you have experienced people who do it at a high level, like yeah. uh, Texas has it a lot of, in a lot of different ways, including the yeah. head coach. Well, what are the keys to the game for the offense? I think staying ahead of the chains, um, you know, so we can you know, um, run the football um, pass and, and uh, be able to take what they give us. Um, and then, you know, when we're we're able to do that, uh, the shots down the field that I think people look at us as being a big part of our offense, uh, then they can happen. Uh, but, you know, you, you want to be aggressive because uh, that's who we are. Um, but you got to find that rhythm and letting Michael feel comfortable in the pocket, uh, yeah. knowing that, hey, you can get rid of the ball quick, um, that you can take those shots down the field. Um, that's going to be a big piece of it. Yeah. And being able to have a complimentary run game has yeah. been really important for us the second half of the year.
0: Going into a game like this, we just talked about, I mean, again, the a massive game, everyone will be watching. How do you as a head coach balance risk? You, know, you just talked about the risk reward of, you know, when you're going for it on fourth down, when you're going for two, if you're gonna, if it comes down to the end, are you going to go for two to win the game? Do you have that playing out ahead of time? Or are you kind of feeling it out as the game goes? How do you, how do you view that?
1: Yeah, I think every situation is its own situation, yeah. you know, and so you're taking into account what, um, what's happened up to that point. Um, you, you want to make sure you're not reckless and putting your team in a bad spot, um, early and late, you mm-hmm. know, but you can't just look at three weeks ago or four weeks ago and oh, it worked then, it's mm-hmm. going to work now. It, every situation, even within a game, is yeah. its own situation. And so trying to process and trying to, Think ahead, you know, of every fourth down call that yeah. uh, might happen on each set of new, yeah. new downs. Um, you know, that's uh, that's kind of where my head's at, and you know, I got a lot of people around me that think have been with me enough to think the same way. Uh, yeah. You know, especially think naturally on offense uh, with Ryan Grubb, and uh, that's you know, guys just trusting yeah. and knowing that okay, we got this play call for this situation. Um, you got the right guys that you're yeah. counting on to execute, and they go get the job done.
0: You just mentioned Ryan Grubb, and I would to ask you about him. I mean, has been unbelievable right. th- this season and, and has been great his entire career, but has really just put your offense in a great spot. Yeah. What, what's the most impressive part about him as a play caller and a coordinator?
1: He's just been, uh, I mean, at a high level. He pours everything into yeah. it. Uh, he's the same guy. Um, every day with the standard that he has set for himself and for our staff and uh, the offense and the players so um, he just brings it every every morning all the way through the time that he's there Um, and uh, our guys truly believe that he's putting them in a great spot to be successful every single play
0: yeah Uh, last question I got for you coach I appreciate all your time Um, when when you're talking to the team tomorrow before you run out on, on the field what's going to be your message to them
1: yeah, I mean, we got to start fast. I mean, that's been something we'll say every single game is just coming out of the blocks. It doesn't mean that you're just rolling up 14 points up, you know, um, but it's just coming out with the intensity and, um, you know, that, that we know um, has gotten to this point and um, remembering what's been important to, you know, the details and, the, you know, the, the ball security and just hustle to the ball and not taking a, a tackle for granted and getting everyone there to, to make sure the ball carriers down. Um, you know, and so like, that, that's really what it comes down to along with just the response to adversity yeah. when it comes and, uh, focusing on the next play and your job, uh, really trying to simplify it down when things can actually be overwhelming for yeah. a lot of people. Awesome. Well, coach, good
0: luck in the game. I appreciate all the access you've given us and, uh, uh, looking forward to, to seeing you
1: guys play. Yeah, we appreciate you. This is, uh, this is great. Thanks yeah. for and everything you've done for our program. Looking forward to
0: seeing you in the big 10 next year too. Yeah. Can't wait. Absolutely. Appreciate it, coach. Yeah. Thank you.